All right, what's good, everybody? Welcome to welcome back to another episode of the Talking Crazy Podcast. This is episode three. Um, we'll be going over the craziest news and headlines from this past week in sports, along with a few things that are coming up um, that we have in line for next week. I'm Tevin Connors, the co-host. You can find me at Tevin Connors on Instagram. And I'm Trey Bucci. You can find me on Instagram at Bucci Obama. And we're also on Instagram, Talking Crazy Podcast, Twitter, Talking Crazy Pod, C1, and also Facebook, Talking Crazy Podcast. Make sure you guys head over to Patreon, show some support, um, chance to be a club member, benefits, um, plus more. Yeah, for sure. But starting off, <clears throat> Monday Night Football, Patriots, Jets, blowout game. Um, you had your boy Sam Darnold out there seeing ghosts. Seeing ghosts. It's hard to win when uh your quarterback is seeing ghosts. That's not um, it's not a very promising statement from the starting guy back there. Um, but I mean he probably was seeing ghosts. This dude's QBR was a zero point seven. His quarterback rating was a zero point seven in a full game of football. That's. Not so we good. have so <clears throat> we know the Jets lost. Yeah. We have Sam Darnold at point seven percent, and uh, we also have a statement where he said he's seeing. Ghosts. You're seeing I ghosts. Think we can kind of just that's crazy. I think we can just kind of just leave it at that, <laughs> um, with that one. Yeah. Um, but on the Patriots side, big news: Sanu traded gives uh, Tom Brady another weapon. It's not a, uh, I guess, a big name. They don't have, I guess, big, big names. But um, he's one of the best, if not the best, two second receivers. Yeah. At least in my eyes. The average, the the average football fan um, would kind of see this as like a mediocre pickup. But I think that he can, he can help Brady out a lot. Uh, he doesn't drop balls. He runs the whole route tree. Um, he he'll do the little things. Um, he can catch he can catch while fully covered, which is big. Those back shoulders. Um, he's a big receiver, six two, two ten, two fifteen. So he'll he'll make a difference in that uh, receiving core for sure. It's a banged up receiving core. We've seen their number one is Edelman, and their number two is a running back, James White. So they they need some a little bit of help there and. It's crazy because Belichick's just being Belichick. They're seven and zero, but this dude's still acting like they gotta make moves in order to to win it. You know, so it's kind of it's it's cool to see. He's just like outsmarting everybody in most of the moves that he makes, like normal. But speaking of other big moves, we have Emmanuel Sanders going to the Forty ers Yeah. What do you think about that? Um, I think that it was a steal in a way. Um, they didn't really give up anything for him. They gave up a third, a fourth, and a fifth. And I think that Poof, I, I think that third, fourth, fifth, three picks. That's, yeah, but I mean, for Emmanuel Sanders, a Pro Bowl receiver. Um, yeah, but he's getting up there in age, right? Yeah, but uh, the guy produces. He's going to be a, a big safety net for. Uh, for Garoppolo, um, I mean, I like the I like Goodwin and those guys, but and Kittle, but they they needed this. They needed a uh, a veteran, 
that can go out there and still make plays. Takes it. He's not as much of a burner, but he he can get deep. Runs runs the whole route tree like a a monster. And I don't, I just I've always been a Manuel Sanders fan. I I think that helps uh, Garoppolo out a lot for sure. Yeah, they already have a top three defense right now, and adding a weapon on offense, they're taking the playoffs. Well, they were taking uh, this year's series, especially making some noise in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a good that was a good pickup for the 49ers. Then we have uh, Cardinals signing veteran Alfred Morris. Obviously, Dave Johnson um, is hurt with an ankle injury. Uh, not sure that's how so long fun. he's going to be out. <clears throat> But as you guys know, Cardinals is one of my favorite teams this year. So pick, doing that move, I feel like they're taking it serious. They're not. They're not just a, a tanking team or they're out there I don't, to win I don't, I don't, the Cardinals. I don't right. see it as that. Uh, that I don't see that move as like saying that they're like not tanking. I don't because think they, that they have some young running. They have some young running backs. That yeah, they, I don't think that they could have just like, signed having that veteran. Presence. I don't think they would be in a Absolutely. tanking situation anyway because it would look bad after drafting quarterback number one to tank. But um, I think that it adds a uh, little veteran status in the locker room with the young running backs, like you said. And, I mean, this injury issue with uh, David Johnson just hasn't been hasn't went away. Um, he was one of the best in the league, and now he just can't stay healthy. And... It sucks to see, but this is kind of like a like a security blanket for them. Like they know Alfred Morris averages around like four yards a carry type running back. He'll pound it in the middle, hand him the ball. He's a little safety net for them. So that that adds a little something to the to the um to the running back room. So that'll be. I think that's a good pickup as well. Yep. And then we have uh, Diggs, Andre Diggs going to the Seahawks. Yeah, they're all about the defense, huh? Seahawks. Yeah. Um, I feel like they're always grabbing. You know, if 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 they're getting old, they're always trying to stay young or yeah. keeping that defense relevant. And I like I mean, that. That was a, that was like a, their, a shocking They trade. like their Texas DBs. Uh, Earl Thomas, they drafted him out of there. And now Quandre Diggs was a standout DB at Texas as well. Um, he's undersized, but he brings a lot of heart and intensity. He's a dog when it comes to um, being out there on the field. Uh, like I said, the only knock on him really is his his like overall size, but he's he's a playmaker. I think he'll do well there as well. Darius Slate couldn't even believe it. Yeah, they were. Yeah, team was like caught off guard by that because that's their guy. That was their guy. So it was big pickup for Seahawks keeping that defense uh, relevant. They they needed some answers on that secondary too. Um, But moving on to uh, a few possible trades that I came across. that I think would be big to those uh, organizations. Yeah. And there's talks. There's some talks about it. Uh, the first trade I have is OJ Howard to Seattle. Like he is not being used uh, in Tampa. 
and they can get a lot from I think <clears throat> right now some picks or something. They, I think they're gonna start taking uh, the other. Yeah, Tampa's Tampa is another quarterback. Yeah, they got James. The James project might be over. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. So get in picks, uh, trying to rebuild at least um, that offense, trying to rebuild, I guess. And getting OJ Howard would be a great start. You already have, uh, I can see them even possibly moving Evans down the line because uh, maybe I just don't see they didn't give him a lot of right money, now. but yeah, we'll see. Gave him a lot of money. No quarterback, unless they can figure uh, some quarterback right. situation. For sure. I like <clears throat> OJ Howard uh, to Seattle. Another weapon for um, Russell Wilson. Right now, he has Metcalf. He has Tyler Lockett. Adding OJ Howard. Whew, yeah. Scrambling out. He's going to find Russell, Russell Wilson uh, loves his tight ends, too. So Exactly. So I like that mm-hmm. one. Um, <clears throat> what do you think about Kenyon Drake to the Titans? Um, I don't see why. Doesn't make doesn't make any sense to me. With uh, Deion Lewis and uh, and Derrick Henry, I don't really see it. Besides, like an Alabama backfield with Henry and Kenyon Drake, I don't. It doesn't make too much sense to me. They don't even hand the ball to Henry enough as it is. So, but uh, I don't. Yeah, that, that one doesn't make sense to me. This next one, though. Uh, Tyler Everett to the New Orleans yeah. Saints. Ooh. Yeah. That's deadly. That'd be I mean, deadly. They have Jared Cook there right now. He's getting up there. Double tight end. Come on. Yeah, now. he's getting up there in age. So, you know, I, 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 like, like, I like that, I like that one. Move. Okay. And then we have uh, Vic Beasley to the Raiders. A lot of rumors with the Falcons. <clears throat> trying. They're not done. Uh, with Snoo, they're making a lot of moves, kind of in a rebuild. Well, I mean, Vic Beasley will help uh, Oakland, some linebacker uh, problems, defensive end. What do you think? Well, with the Falcons being one and five, right? Um, I don't think yeah. they saw that coming. So now they realize that they really have a problem. And, um, yeah, that's, that's, I can see them unloading more than this. For sure. Beasley, yeah. Sanu, um, man, a few more of those defensive players could probably leave as well. Um, but yeah, I didn't. That's, that's Vic Beasley's been like the biggest name right now. Yeah, I, they got some issues um, going on there, some. and that is a fact. I don't know if Matt Ryan, I don't know. We'll see. All right, last one. Um, kind of the same boat. Denver, uh, looking for answers, or well, they thought they like in the like just like the Falcons, they thought that um they'll have a better record right now. Um, and then the Philadelphia Eagles are dying for a secondary problem. Secondary. In, so, what do you think about Chris Harris Jr. to the Eagles? Um, personally, I hate it. Because that puts Chris Harris in our division. And uh, Chris Harris is top corner in the league for the past lot of years. Um, he gets it done. Uh, he'll take players out of the game. 
and he brings a dog mentality to that backfield that you need. All right, moving on, we are going to last night NBA game opening season. NBA is here. Uh, first game, Raptors Pelicans. Man, that was a nice game. I'm not gonna lie. We all know Zion was out with an injury. He's out six to eight weeks. Um, unfortunately, it's a tough, tough um, loss for the Pelicans. That's, that's that's not a good sign when you have somebody that had high school knee injuries. Yeah, Duke came out came last year, uh, but before he's drafted, within final season of Duke, he's injured. Yeah, right. Training camp. Uh, summer league, he's injured. Preseason, he's injured. He's out for the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm no doctor. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? But, hey, th- th- there's a pattern. And I feel like they need to, they keep saying, that was the that was the one thing I saw was that, uh, yeah, he had this injury. He's out six to eight weeks. But they're like, the first thing they said is, it's not due to his size or frame. Yeah, they trying. It's on, not. Guys, yeah, they trying to yeah. trying to save face when Don't everybody knows what the issue really is. He's. Don't do that. He's gonna have to lose weight. I see this being a problem for the next couple right. of years, and then he's gonna lose weight. I'm just saying, do it now. Don't De- let define that, uh, your career. Yeah. Your Don't career. do that. Yeah. Just do it now, man. You see, it's literally. Knee problems yeah. since uh, high school, so and just I mean, lose like, the weight, no, man. I, I would I like think to, he's still gonna be an yeah. Athlete. I would like to see him dominate the size that he is, just things like that. But it's just not realistic. Like, I if when the longevity it's, it's of the career, different, it's different if he was a couple inches yeah, tall. His frame you know, doesn't that mass out and stuff. His, yeah, his yeah, frame doesn't like t- see. I don't see. That's like uh, he may be. He may be like he, an inch taller yeah. than like. You know, like Kobe, when you put it in perspective, if he's even that, if he's even taller than Kobe. So imagine Kobe at like 280 pounds. Yeah, I bet you same. And you yeah. see Kobe's injuries that's caught ridiculous. up to him at the end of his, uh, the end of his career. And he was the size that he was. Well, that's more, that's more. That's I know, eight. I'm just saying that's he was the size eight. that he was. So think about how quick that comes if you're 280 pounds, Achilles, knees, wow. things like that. So we're hoping that he gets, uh, Healthy soon and stays healthy, but yeah, on like the game itself, um, I had said that they played good without. Yeah, him. I had said that it was gonna be. I had said the Raptors were gonna play good basketball. I just think they're very well coached, and obviously they have an experienced team. Pascal Siakam is turning out to be that guy. Uh, he can really he can really play like with NBA talent at and him being that guy on the team. I, I like. I like to see him go off last night. Uh, an overtime thriller. Um, you know, it was the same. The, it was the same guys stepping up when when they you needed him to step up. Van Vliet, Kyle Lowry made some plays. Um, Gasol was impactful, especially throughout like the beginning. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I it was a fun night of basketball, opening night of basketball to watch. <laughs> Yeah, I saw the same thing that I saw in the championship um, for last season with the Raptors. Um, like you said, everyone that had a big role played good in the championship stepped it up this year, but stepped it up even more. Yeah. And 
Seattle, 34-18 and 5. That dude, and he fouled out, so his stats could have right. contribute um, a little more. But I think he's really taking that role of being, being the number one guy. In my eyes, I don't think uh, – he should have the ball at the end of the game. Not yet. I think it's Fred Van Yeah. Yes. I think it's Absolutely. Fred Van Fleet. That dude is unreal. Um, Cold blooded, bro. It's they, have a small, they have a small backcourt with him and Kyle Lowry, but I think the uh, Raptors are going to shock. Um, a if, lot they play like, if they play like that, that through the whole year, they're going to be a problem for those top two teams, like the Sixers and the Bucks. They'll be. They'll give them a run for their money, and and you don't. You don't want to see a team like that in the playoffs, you know. So, and then on the Pelican side, balanced scoring. Um, Brandon Ingram led with twenty two. He's gonna be their leading scorer. Um, he has to. He has to get eighteen plus uh, this year for them to try to fight for a playoff yeah. spot. Um, yeah, but moving on to that second game, Lakers Clippers, big game, LA rivals, uh, possible Western Conference matchup. You never know. Um, the battle of stars, AD, LeBron, Kawhi, Paul George, however way you want to look at it, it was a big game. Um, kind of like bragging rights. Uh, they were Clippers. Obviously, that's still LA, but there was still a lot of Lakers fans. It was half or two thirds of. Lakers yeah, they were at one point. There it was Lakers chance just filling up the building, and it was a Clipper yeah, home game. LeBron MVP and Boy, yeah. uh, Kawhi, yeah. <laughs> which is crazy. But uh, Clippers um, took that one one twelve one hundred two. It was a pretty close game. Some battles. And there were also big leads throughout the games. Uh, I think both teams kind of finding um, their identity. There's a couple players for each team that was out. Um, but what did you think of, I thought overall, both teams, um, there's promise for both teams. Yeah. Uh, need to figure a couple things out on both sides. But That's the biggest, that's the biggest thing. I like the game. I saw, I, I saw LeBron obviously is going to uh, um, <clears throat> give it every night. I thought Davis can. I thought Davis could have uh, done a few things different. Kind of uh, looking for uh, his players more on the when he was going one on one, and not that I think the offense should be ran with him. I would give it to him every time in the post, but every time he took it. So I want to see, you know, people moving when he has that ball, that low pace and uh, low post, and he's turning. You know what I'm saying? And looking, I I wish. That some people are moving, or he's looking better, uh, more yeah. because he got to the line and he was struggling at first, and it kind of those are big um, buckets. And the once our role players stop yeah. moving, you got to have Troy Daniels, Dudley, Danny Green, Bradley all moving, yeah. and they can hit that uh, three point. So, but overall, I, I like obviously Clippers play great D. Kawhi is Kawhi. Yeah. Um, Lou Williams, man, 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 man. I'm telling you, that's that's their key guy. Yeah. If he's consistent, yeah. there's some problems. But what do you think about the game? I um, so I I have a few take takeaways from the game. Um, I'll start with uh, LeBron. Um, just sometimes LeBron has these games where so it feels like he's like. 
trying to like make things like trying to like manufacture all like situations in the game and uh sometimes it like goes not the way that it should like five turnovers for LeBron is I don't I don't like I don't like the way that he was forcing some of those passes and, like he was just like trying to force feed into uh Anthony Davis the brown the ball and like I was like like it's there but like come on like we need we need something more than you just like trying to get him the ball or that or driving into three guys they did a very good job of like of the clippers did a very good job of like closing in on lebron when he got into the paint and some of the passes it just didn't look like he was on on his game um but also like you said anthony davis uh he was on pace for like 20 points at the line at halftime um if like he it stayed he stayed as aggressive but he just like fell off his aggressiveness like he took a back seat in the, the second, in the second half, half like he just wasn't aggressive half, his aggression and definitely fell off cuz i think he looked a little tired yeah. he was going he looked he was getting hacked he really right, was so, he took he took some he took a little off that's, so yeah if you would have made some free throws that was a big thing there, for me right there aggressive yeah aggressive. that was a big thing for me and but, um some of the role players not capitalizing on their opportunities to to hit big shots. There's going to be a lot of opportunities. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of opportunities for big shots to be made. And while this Lakers team is playing, uh, because of the like the driving kick situations and the defense being sucked into Anthony Davis and LeBron in the paint, those guys have to knock down shots. If they don't knock down shots. Lakers don't win basketball games. It's that simple, you know, and at the end of the day, you're going to have to get shot makers in that building because that's how LeBron wins. Um, that's how that offense is going to be uh, set up inside out, inside out. So, um, toward- I mean, I think they, in my eyes, um, also LeBron and AD had two points in the fourth. Point that was, was tough to watch, but... <laughs> In my eyes, Quinn Cook really. Uh, Those are big shots. He, I, boy. he played. He played. He played. He didn't play well. And KCP did not I, play I, well. That w- everyone else. Everyone else in my really? role player. But KCP played well defense. That was just one of the players uh, I was not like a hundred percent like happy about us hanging on to. Um, I just sometimes feel like he's a liability uh, out there. Um, I don't really know who you would get to play the role that he plays and that could play it at a better, at a higher level for, um, like who you could like, you know, if you were to take him out and put somebody else in, I don't really know what, who it would be, but I wasn't just, I wasn't that happy about the fact that we held on to KCP. Well, he's he's definitely a defender. Yeah. Um, and when he's on, he can shoot. Just has to find that. Rhythm. Yeah, the consistency, but, I guess, is just not there right now. And hopefully, he gets it though. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like um, having Kuzma back will help out. I think a lot in Rondo too. When it comes to defending, just the overall defense of the team, Rondo will help out with that for sure. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, Rondo isn't the same. No, he's not the same defender, but he still he still makes some plays. You know, he's still savvy. He's He's like he's not going to be part of our. But he's he's savvy, like when it comes to certain things. So he's going to force he's going to force some things. Like you know what I mean? Somewhat. Like I said, he's not the same Rondo. So his step is slower. He's not the same. So when he does that nowadays, he takes so much risk. And it's more of a liability. All right. So moving on to last night's baseball game. First game of the World Series. We had the Astros and the Nat, uh, Nats 5-4 victory. It was a good game all the way through. Um, Juan Soto obviously hit a two-run double and then a big um, solo home run. That dude... Is uh yeah? Do you see his uh Soto show? Yeah, he's beast. He's uh, he's a <laughs> that shit is that shit is so dope and intimidating. <laughs> he's a, he's a character, and like, he brings it. He brings it. I like I like him a lot. Um, this was a a game where the two best pitchers in baseball. Uh, they said it's the the best ever matchup between pitchers in maybe the history of the league, the two best pitchers matching up. And uh Scherzer Scherzer got uh, got into like a high pitch count pretty early. He went through five. Um he was at ninety six pitches at the end of the fourth. So he was trying to throw he was trying to throw he was throwing very hard in the beginning. That dude is a psychopath. He has to he couldn't he couldn't let them get a start, get the crowd yeah. into it. So but, that's, he was pitching very hard trying to get there. Yeah, he's a, he's a psychopath. I was watching him throw the ball and like, he like, every time he lets a pitch go, he like, it's like a grunt. Like, every time he's like growling at him. I'm like, yo, this dude is like, like, no wonder batters are afraid to hit this man. Like, <laughs> he looks, but it was, it was, it was a good, it was a good matchup. Uh, Garrett Cole was, um, I don't know if I'd say like underwhelming or he he underperformed, but they weren't. Nobody was expecting them to hit him like they did. So it's gonna be interesting the rest of the series to see what happens. Um, even with the, yeah, we both took Astros that first game, yeah. but Nats. I think I think we're gonna have a might have a uh, possible seven game or. Hey, I know it's the first game, but yeah, taking that first game is big. So, sure. uh, but good game. Not taking anything away from the Nets, but a bunch of people thought Houston was going to take that For game. Sure, absolutely. Uh, moving on. Uh, so over the past couple of days, Michael Jordan was in the news. He's always in the news for uh, something. Yeah, for something. <laughs> For something, because you don't really hear about him, but then when you do, it's you like a unicorn, what he said or something. Yeah, but uh, so I someone asked him uh, his top five, uh, which I love, and when he's his def when he explained <laughs> why of just I'm getting it every he's gonna like this team is gonna get it every play I, like grind with you. To I the, would not expect like, anything and, else from Jordan. 
But like this, Magic this team, Johnson, Scotty Pippen, right. Hakeem Olajuwon, himself, and James Worthy. That's yeah, defense and just when he said the mindset, uh, and they're gonna like go at it every play. Yeah. That's one of my favorite top fives. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I don't. And I, I've never. I would like when I when I heard I that. Do. I was like, yeah, that's that. I would not expect anything else coming from Jordan. You know, he's not yeah. gonna give any players but, uh, of this era or this generation any type of any type of. Uh, I don't. That's that's not. I, I don't mind it. At I mean, all. I don't mind. I don't mind it. He's, but and like, the question was, and the question was asked because he made that. Yeah. He made his start in five, six years ago, and it was like, would you change it? Because they were getting at trying to add Curry. Yeah. And, but, yeah, I don't mind it at all. There's there's a few people. I don't get how Curry when, is the one that they wanted to add, but out of all the players. but Because uh, last, Curry's been the most face and defined the NBA of the last yeah. Six eight years. That's why he's changed the game. Yeah, but literally. I wouldn't. Yeah, but I, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like literally, <laughs> that's. Yeah. But I don't like. There's a few people that are better, I guess, at small four. Like, there's a few. Like when you say top five, small fours is like uh, LeBron per Pippen worthy. Like, I was kind of. I, I was so kind of surprised I mind, that I don't mind that, that it was worthy. And maybe not Bird, but I like I kind of I kind of saw Bird in there a little bit just because James Roy no I like underrated. no no he definitely is underrated I just I just saw maybe Michael picking Bird just because of like the the battles in the era you know what I mean but like they didn't really have it was more of magic I mean the ma- I meant like the magic that? battles of like that era like you had Magic and you had Bird like that would be. You know, a cool dynamic, but Worthy's not somebody like you could argue with being on the there. average, average, the, yeah, the average basketball player wouldn't. I mean, that's a yeah. Understand why he chose him, but it's one of the on the topic of, of Steph and score, uh, the big one, the big headline was Mike saying Steph wasn't a Hall of Famer yet, oh. and. In uh, with the context that is given, he's not wrong. You know what I'm saying. Steph isn't a Hall of Famer yet. Um, and, but uh, interesting like fact about that though, like I saw Magic Johnson tweet, and he was like, "Everybody relax." Like Jordan had to say that about Steph, like because of the tampering rules. Since jo- since Jordan is an owner, and yeah, I still don't. In the league, that. I don't. I, but I mean, it's like an interesting take, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't really think about that. Like, to be like, oh yeah, he's whatever, blah blah blah. No, but it's still the conversation you're having. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know. I don't disagree with the way like the way that he said it. I just, but also, I sometimes feel like Jordan, Michael Jordan, is sometimes like one of the biggest like old heads. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to like back in my day, this we were so much better type of thing. Like that's kind of like how Jordan like comes off. Like, oh, what is it? Uh, what's the, what's the saying? Like I walked to school uphill both ways in the snow type of guy. You know what I'm saying? Like my my era was those guys. So I don't. He, he 
he kind of is that guy that the only reason why I accept it from him is because he's or I see it for a lot like he could do it it's just because he was he was that guy yeah so yeah. every so. yeah so if you were that guy pretty much have the to say whatever the fuck you want to say day. without like like your day was you know what I'm saying because it's we, we're not, we're never going to be able to ke- compare people like you just can't like we can say it we can compare like talking but like when it comes down you're to you never going to see all those players in their prime on the floor at the same it's time different era yeah, right. right different for yeah sure. so it's just um, like, you take Jordan I don't, you take Jordan for I don't really say yeah when I take his comments I'm just like he's it's, it's Michael yeah. Jordan. It's just like if Kobe would say it or LeBron would say it, like when he retires, yeah, or like Jerry Rice or like those type of guys when they talk. Can. Like Brady's yeah, yeah, gonna be the same way. Like you can't Peyton, you can't say anything when they really say something because they did it at the highest level. They did it at the yeah. highest. Yeah. Kobe is, so for instance, as well. Like you're not gonna be able to tell Kobe, oh, you're gonna go, you're gonna go to war with with basketball like topics with Kobe Bryant. The man who's probably one of the most cerebral players of all time. Like you're not gonna do that. Like yeah, you're probably right, actually. <laughs> so I didn't take uh, too much of the comment. Um, Curry's obviously a Hall of Famer. Um, if God forbid, like he retired or something happened to him, he's the first right now, yeah, Hall of Famer sure. without a question. It, yeah. I mean, I I yeah. agree, I agree but, uh, with that, but like you said, you can't. Like, all right, Mike, you're right. <laughs> right. That's right. That's the point. Yeah. Okay, Mike. Like, it's same with Magic Johnson. You see it. Everyone just gives him the yeah. pass. It's just like, oh, it's magic. Yeah. How many times have you seen that? But it's magic. Yeah, for, you know what I'm saying? It's, we're going to give magic It a might pass sound crazy one, coming from you know everybody else, but then it's like, all right, yeah, all right, you're, you know. <laughs> right. Well, thank you guys for joining us on episode three of Talking Crazy Podcast. Make sure you guys show us love. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and head over to Patreon to become a member. Uh, Great benefits, um, bonus videos. Uh, Remember, I'm Trey Bucci. You can find me on Bucci Obama on Instagram. I'm Tevin Connors. You can find me at Tevin Connors on Instagram. And uh, make sure y'all hold... This man over here accountable for uh, these 30 push-ups he's supposed to give us here. That's why he's in a rush. He got so to get to the gym. I'm headed to the gym. I got I to go. I got to go work, and then I'm headed to the gym. I'm alive. Feed that uh, 30 push-ups yeah. for you guys. Sure. But all right, it's been real. All right, go and get it. Is-